listening to you're listening to you're listening to. you're listening again and you're listening you're listening to active fm to active fm to active fm fm to active fm from the movie show and the shade with active fm and today i'm joined with a very lovely lady please will you introduce yourself i am offer nasani um i am a fashion expert uh, based in canada toronto canada um representing a brand called guru a 100% sustainable brand and i've been in the industry for 20 years i had my own business as well um having multiple store operations so i know a lot about the fashion industry Wow, that's amazing. That's really cool. Okay, so first question, what inspired you? So, what was the first thing that kind of got you into the whole fashion industry? What what gave you the passion for fashion? <laughs> um, I'm not sure if it's something that like you get or rather that you have um more of that interest and piecing things together and being unique and just Um I personally am driven by compliments. I like it when people say I love it that you wore it like that. So um so yeah, I think that's sort of one of those things and then the other end of it is just I love the business um just business in general. So when you put the two together, it's like a perfect combination yeah. combination for me. Yes, that's awesome. So it's about being creative with clothing and just bringing out passion and creativity through what you wear. Exactly. I think and also uniqueness is a big thing to me as well. I really like that okay. people need to be kind of a little bit unique when it comes to style and putting things together and just finding their flavor. That's awesome. So, you mentioned that you're into sustainable fashion. Can you just explain because I personally don't I'm not 100% clued up on what that means. Can you just tell us what exactly sustainable fashion stands for and means? For sure. So, I'll start by saying that um the brand Guru that I work for, uh, Guru has been around for 20 years. So, even before sustainability was like a thing, um Catherine Bowes, who's the owner and the founder of the company, started this whole project of um upcycled clothing before it was even like popular, before the term was even like out there. And uh because it was driven she was driven by passion, right? I'm also driven by the passion of not damaging our environment. So the combination of all of these together has really brought this like kind of to life of like um making people educating people on what sustainability is. But the word sustainable is just thrown around for everything these days. So for mm-hmm. us what it means is that it's a cycle where it's sustainable and we can keep up with it. So in our end we're upcycling clothing and taking previously loved textiles and fashion and reach and changing it into something that people could wear again and again and again. So for us it's sustainable in that in that respect. Um and that's what we do from an up, upcycling perspective. Okay. So do you encourage people to I know so from I'm from South Africa and we have a company here called H&M. I think they are worldwide. And what they encourage people to do is they'll say bring in old clothing because they want to do the whole sustainable fashion thing. So they say bring in old clothing will even give you a discount then on your next purchase. How, how is that how you work it as well or how do you guys do the sustainable fashion thing in the industry and as you sell and all of that 
Sure. Yeah. So what H&M does is different from what we do. They're into mass production. So they want to get some of that product back. One for optics. They want it to look good on their company, but also they don't they don't um, upcycle it. They recycle it. So they might repurpose okay. it, literally break it down into pieces. It could be going to into stuffing, like they could use it for stuffing. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but they might also send some of it to other parts of the world. Like um, I know Ghana is famous for taking in um, old old uh, clothes and reselling it in Africa. Um, so I'm not exactly sure how H&M does it, but they're usually doing recycling. Most of it will okay. probably end up in a landfill, I'll be honest with you, because um, their clothes are not so well made that people, we all want to feel like we're doing the right thing. And if it ends up in their back in their bins, it's probably not in great condition to either resell, but it might be able to be potentially recycled. But there's a lot of it that needs to be recycled. So there's only so much you can make. Upcycling is when you break it all down. You might even see like the, the stitching lines and things. There's just... It's just an old fabric that we just break it down and repurpose it. So it's just making it into something completely different, but just a new item altogether instead of literally chopping it up and recycling it. Yes. Wow. So how did you get into the industry? And then what advice, because I know for people, especially young people, when they're trying to, you know, start their career, get into different industries, it can be very difficult to like find like uh, almost like a crack in the industry that like lets you get into it and, you know, then become whoever you want to be in the industry. So how did you get in the industry and what advice would you give to people who'd also like to get in the fashion industry? Oh, okay. That's a great question. So I've been in the industry, like I said, for 20 years. I started off with my sister running a business together. We have, uh, we had multiple boutiques that we operated. Um, we carried a lot of different sort of smaller brands. And along the way, we learned a lot about, you know, what's happening in the industry. Um, and eventually when I left that business, um, uh, before the pandemic, I, um, Guru was one of the brands that we were carrying. And we, I decided I wanted to work with Catherine because I have a big passion for um, environmental as well. So it was like this perfect combination. But um, if I had a suggestion for anybody who wants to enter the fashion world, I would say follow what you're most interested in, but really keep your eye on sustainability because we know that that's going to be a huge thing in the future. Come up with ideas. I would also say look at um, maybe starting off with... Um, I, I see a lot of young people after the pandemic, especially now starting to do their own thing in the fashion industry, but it's not what it traditionally was. Now what their own thing is, is they're going to uh, thrift shops and they're picking up, they're thrifting other old pieces. They're going to estate sales and they're selling it online. And I love that because that is sustainable. That's good for the environment, but it also is good for, for their own bottom dollar too, because they can get more margins off of it. And they, they sort of dip their feet into the water and they get used to the whole world of the fashion industry and they could do their own thing in the process. That's awesome. That's amazing advice. Thank you. And then how does a ordinary person become part of the whole sustainable fashion movements and how does one like support it? Because so I know in in South Africa we've obviously got like a store like H and M will say bring back old clothing etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But like what else can you do? What what else can you? How, how can you help the the whole movement as a just an ordinary person who maybe isn't into fashion? Obviously everyone buys clothes though, so yeah. 
Um, another great question. I mean, I would say the first thing to do is buy quality clothes and maybe buy less of it. Buy things that are going to last longer. I think part of the problem right now is everybody has this sort of throwaway mentality. Buy it, use it. I only paid $5 for it on sale, so I'll just chuck it you know, a few weeks later yeah. when it's garbage. But that whole, but people forget that that process of making that one piece took a lot of manpower. It took a lot of literally power, physical like power to generate energy. It took water, it took chemicals. All that could be could be avoided if we put that process into quality clothing, even if it's synthetic, even if it's something that's like typically considered to be low grade quality, like polyester or something. But there is still high grade polyester, you know, there's still high grade sort of plastic textiles like nylon, things that will last longer, that won't break down so easily. So that would be my first recommendation. Make sure you buy better quality clothing, even if it's secondhand, even if it's secondhand, you're actually doing the biggest service by buying used clothing that way um but if you want to buy new clothing i would say definitely buy quality buy less of it um and also buy maybe more uh, natural fibers too that's another option as well if you don't if you don't want to buy um synthetics of some sort for one reason or another natural fibers can be broken down into the earth better um of over time they can literally decompose but Plastics and synthetics cannot, they can't biodegrade. Um, but I should also mention too, that if it's, there's a lot of chemicals in there, that's also not great for the, for the environment, but at least it can break down over time. That's awesome. Thank you. I actually love how you mentioned go a little bit for the expensive routes and maybe buy less clothing. Cause sometimes we get in that whole mindset of, I need a whole new wardrobe, but I need it cheap. And actually go for something that's quality and maybe get a little bit less clothing, but then it lasts you longer and it's, it serves you well. So that's, that's really awesome. And that usually and happens. I've noticed. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Carry on. I do usually notice that a certain age that happens for, for women, especially that they get to a certain point where they wake up and they go, okay, I'm so sick and tired of buying things for dirt cheap and they're breaking down. Then I have to go to the store again and I have to start the whole process again. And yeah, it might seem trendy because you buy it for a short period of time. And then if the trend goes out, but if you buy those basics that are like classics and good quality, you could literally have them forever and pass them on yeah. to kids. And like, you know, so, I mean, I, I personally have bins of clothes that there's no need for me to give it away unless I'm just tired of it uh, but I would love to just hang on to it a little bit longer or maybe for my daughter or just like in general just to wear again in 20 years you know so yeah I think that's a good that's a good point I, I personally don't love these the haul mentality either of a haul let's go to like you said H&M and just do a haul for dirt cheap and and yeah. I mean we we all love to get new things but it's kind of damaging yes and you don't need it you actually you don't need to buy excessively like that yeah exactly and can i just say the best clothing is from your mom and your gran and <laughs> when it, those items i love those items they are like timeless they are there's and so true it always comes back like like it's it's really cool so the fact that I you're agree. able to yeah, pass that down the generations so yeah. has sustainable fashion changed your fashion style in any way? And if it has, how so? 
Yes, I, I think 100% it has. I mean, I love the brand myself. Guru is a beautiful brand. But I also, I like I said, I like being unique. And I like people saying, hey, where did you get that from? And maybe like asking me if there's more of it. And I say, no, it's one of a kind because it's upcycled. Or even if I buy something from like, if I were to thrift or something, that might also be an option too. I just know that they can't find it. I just like the that the beauty of having something that not everybody has and it catches people's eyes and people sort of they just sort of covet it from a distance yes that's really cool and then which companies so there's obviously companies that say they follow sustainable fashion but I think some companies just say that because they need to say it because, you know, otherwise they're going to receive like a bad rap if they don't. But which companies actually do follow sustainable fashion that if you support them, you know, you're actually supporting sustainable fashion? That's also yeah, very good question. I would I would look for certification when it comes for when it comes to that because at least with certification they go through a process and they have to sort of follow these guidelines and um, follow the rules of the certification process. So I would look for some sort of certification and more new certifications are starting to roll out around the world. Um, so there they will probably be on tag. Granted, you will pay a little extra for that certification because you know it's the real deal. You know that it's a quality product. You know that um, the people who are making it were treated fairly and it's a fairly traded product. So there's components to it that are really vital to make it that that go like that goes a little extra um, down the road. But I would hate to blast a company right now without knowing for sure who is doing what I, I do see terms along the way. And I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with um, greenwashing, which I'm assuming you probably know a little bit about greenwashing where we're told you're told one thing, but it's not exactly the way that they, they sort of manipulate the wording and it may not be exactly what you think it is. And they're not lying, but they're not telling the truth either. So it's, it's manipulation in the industry. And that goes for, from everything from clothes to cars. I mean, it could, it could really go the gamut, but um, I think the best thing to do is look for certification. I can tell you like some of the dirty little secrets of the fashion industry. I could definitely tell you that some of the brands that are high end brands like Gucci and um, I think Prada was one of them, but like in 2018, um, I forget who was, who came out, but one of the brands, oh, Burberry, Burberry came out and was caught burning clothes like they were it happens all the time they just don't want to get caught doing it but they oh. were caught burning their extra like their their um overstock because they don't want to sell it to the general public anymore if it's on sale because it ruins their reputation and oh, wow. i think that's something we need to get away from because yeah. it's really bad for our environment to burn clothes and textile yeah. producers also burn their textiles too if they don't use it so dead stock now is becoming popular too instead of burning it people are starting to use it for just like smaller batch clothing sure wow so in terms of your procedure how do you go about producing sustainable fashion so like where where do you purchase from like the materials and that where do you get that from and also how does that i know you have mentioned that it can be pricier obviously because it's ensuring people that worked on it were in good working conditions and because you're paying for the the quality it can cost a bit more but how much does that cost um like what is the difference between the sustainable way of producing clothing and the cost of producing almost fast fashion, if I could word it like that? 
Yes, you can definitely word it that way. Our story, I'll explain a little bit about our story. We have a team in India, and the team in India actually goes out to the small towns and small villages and barters with the women in their home. And they say, we'll take your previously loved saris, and in exchange, we'll give you maybe daily essentials, like maybe some soaps or anything that they need. So they have, they get, they procure all these previously loved saris, and then when we designed them here in Canada, they reinvented there. So they have to pull it apart. There might be some track marks or little details that the flaws that are the beautiful flaws that make them unique. Um, then they break it down and turn it into the new, the new styles that we make. It's a beautiful story. Everybody wins out of it. We just love that it, that we can offer that, that we can make that kind of come together as for pricing. Yes. Our pricing would be definitely higher than H and M, but the value is different. First of all, the styles would be different. Also the prints are all different. So having it be completely different and then add the value of, you know, you're not causing any damage to the environment because now we didn't have to go and make a whole new textile. We didn't have to make the water, the go through the process of using water, go through the process of new chemicals. We didn't have to do that to make the, to make the fabrics. It was already in place. And then we've also created that relationship with our team, by, you know, um, offering them good paying jobs and roles to create these new, um, these new pieces. And it doesn't ever, I've never asked to see a landfill that way. So the price would be a little bit different. H&M really undercuts. They really, really undercuts. Um, it's not great. It's definitely not great. And they, I'm sure they could do better. And I could think of definitely plenty of ways that they could do better. And hopefully over time, they will do better. Um, and hopefully they're going to continue working on it. But there is a price difference. It's hard to say exactly how much. Okay. Um, and then so you obviously work for Guru at the moment. How do people, obviously, because I, I live in South Africa and I'm not 100% sure if I've seen, do you guys have stores internationally or is it just? No, we, no stores. We have no stores, actually. We're just a wholesale brand. We do sell retail okay. on our website too, but um, we sell two stores, mostly across. Okay. We, we have some European stores that carry our brands. We have mostly Canada and the U.S., Heavy on the North American side. Yes. So people in America and Canada, if they wanted to support you, can they obviously wouldn't go to your website or can they go to your website? They can go to your website. And then also they can go to the stores that you sell your clothing to. Yes. So and if, they can always. Yes. And they can always. They can always reach out to us if they want to find a store close by to them. But if they're in countries like South Africa, we don't have any accounts in South Africa, but we do have plenty um, around uh, U.S. and in Canada and some in, in um, uh, different parts of Europe as well. But they can always buy off of our website as well. We get lots of orders internationally from our website at guruforlife.ca. Perfect. And then I have to ask, are you a online shopper or do you prefer shopping in person? <laughs> um I'm both I'm a hybrid for sure I okay. <laughs> I do like to go into stores definitely but um you want to you want to see it and touch it you still always yeah. I love that um but I see the value in in also shopping online because you might buy something that's from somewhere else that you can't find mm -hmm. everywhere and you know that that unique element that I love that often comes from shopping online and then last question, I, I, I have to, I can't help myself. So I do the movie show and I'm actually into film and all of that on, on Active FM. And I wanted to know, 
because every single film has costume design in it. And I wanted to know if there's a particular film that the costume design really stood out for you and that you really, really love. In recent years? Where, whenever. It can be a recent film, or but just a film that, like, off the top of your head that you can think of that when you looked at the costume design, you were completely blown away. So it's not a film, it's a TV show. Is that, does that work? Okay. That's, that works, yes. I, I really love Bridgerton. I think okay. they do a fantastic job of, um, of costumes. But I also like Dynasty for general fashion. Okay, very <laughs> also nice. Also on Netflix. <laughs> Both Netflix films. Yeah, the, yes. the, Bridgerton, the Bridgerton costume design is amazing, especially because of they go, they're taking it into a completely different time frame and yeah the period pieces i do i can really appreciate the pieces like the period pieces where you know they go like you said they go back in time and it's like it's just so they so they make it look so elegant and it's really professional looking yes and then can i also ask what was what is your opinion on the costume design in a film like dune a film like which one dune have you watched dune you know the new film have you haven't watched? Okay, you need to watch it, and then we'll have to organize a second interview where we can just talk about the costume design for Dune. <laughs> yeah, now you got me thinking. I gotta watch it Dune. Okay, it's on my yeah, radar. There we go. It's a long film, but the cost. I I thought the costume design was really good in that one. It's okay. it's completely different. It's like you know when you see something you've never seen before. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's on my radar now. Thank you for mentioning it, Dune. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Is there anything you'd like to say or add or advertise anything? Yeah, I would love for people to check out our website. Um, it's G-U-R-U-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.ca. So guruforlife.ca and CA is for Canada. Um, and yeah, if, there, if um, you can help us promote the word, that'd be great. That, that's awesome. I'm so glad I've done this interview because I actually didn't know about you guys. So it's really nice to actually find out what you're into, what your mission is. And yeah, it's been a really nice chat about fashion. And I'm definitely going to be shopping for quality from now on rather than quantity. Oh, I'm so, so glad. Can I make one more suggestion for your audience as well? Yes. Please take care of your clothes. <laughs> I think a lot of people, they don't, I, I think this, this is what's missing in the equation of all this is if you have nice clothes, take care of them. Wash your whites with your whites, when your colors with your colors. Wash them in, um, if you feel like something's going to snag and rip apart, get a dollar store wash bag. They're actually high quality. Put your clothes into the wash bag so it doesn't pull and get ripped in the wash with like zippers and buttons and things like that. And also use things like shout. If there's a stain, don't just discard it. Use a little bit of shout. Get that stain out and keep it for life, you know? So just some little recommendations that um, I think people need to preserve their clothes better too. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much. It's been so nice chatting to you. You as well. Thank you. And good luck and all the best with everything that you guys are doing. And you're doing an amazing job. So thank you very much. Thank you. Would you be able to send me this uh, link after? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I look forward to hearing it. (laughs) Yes. Thanks so much. It was nice chatting. You as well. Take care. You too. Bye.
out of cold Time and time and time again I know that I saw my sins You don't see my sin No more, got them casted down You cast them down to the flow I'm done with the flesh I let the spirit take control Standing in the way Though this ain't a show You don't run away You been right here You so close Yeah, I'm down deep In the ocean below And you never gonna let me go Beautiful silence Spirit inside me for the broken, glad you found me This is our moment, I'm not drowning Baptized with your love all around me water. I can finally hear you calling I think I see the morning Done running from the moment Yeah, I'm coming out of cold water Cold water for my broken heart Cold water for my broken heart 